God is preparing an amazing day for all of you. Living with God is expecting new things every day. Everything that happened yesterday finished yesterday. What is God going to do today? How is God going to bring glory today? What amazing works is he going to do today? What new things is he going to provide today? And it's not because we do something or make something. But that is who our God is. Think about it. No matter how good a person may be. For example, many of you have come with your spouses, yes? And so ask your spouse. Would you still love me after living with me for a million years? Ask them. Ask your spouse. Now, of course, I'm sure that they will say yes. But honestly, as a human, it's impossible. Because no matter how good that person may be, if you live with them for a million years, you're going to get tired. Now, of course, because we live in the spirit, that's not the case. But as a man. But now think about God. We live with him forever. And so how good is he? That we could live with him for an ever, for all eternity. Even after a 10 million years, don't you think you would get tired? And yet, why is this possible? Because every moment by moment, he comes anew. And so as you are living with God, if this newness is not characterizing you, that means spiritually there's something wrong. And so as I woke up this morning, I was repenting. I I received attack yesterday, spiritual attack. And so you may not be able to see it in me. But all of a sudden, instead of the love of God flowing through me, I started discerning all of the spiritual things that were attacking you. And so instead of love, I was filled with discernment and judgment. I was repenting this morning God poured out his love again and that love isn't the same love as yesterday this love is the very first time I've experienced this love in my life how could I express this it's Uh, very intimate and so even though the same people are sitting here today because of this love you look different to me This is what it means to live with God. And so we are renewed every day. And so why do we fail to be renewed every day? Because every day I am not dying to my flesh. And so the most important thing in our Christianity is to put the flesh to death. So God is going to do many things in this conference. But through Galatians, let us see how we die to ourselves. And so as long as we take this one thing in this conference, you will enter a new season. Amen. Amen. So let us pray, brothers. 
Lord, who has given us this new day, you have renewed our souls and pour out a new anointing. Give us a new presence and give us a new power, new authority, new love. May we be overflowing with these things. And Lord, through this conference, we believe you will do new things. That is who you are. And so, Lord, may we all meet with you in a new way. Let us pray. Because we must a e o God. Let us pray. Brothers, when we pray, we close our eyes. Now sometimes we do open our eyes. But it's not easy. We have to close our eyes. And let out a loud voice. When the Bible says we pray, there's there's nowhere where it says pray quietly. That is not called prayer. In Hebrews 5.7 Even our Lord Jesus Christ prayed with fervent obedience with loud cries to heaven. In Old Testament when it says prayer it uses the word kara which means to call out. That means to scream until until your throat gets cut. And so a prayer of faith will move hand in hand with the emotion of desperation. Because God is a personality. When you pray fervently and desperately, God responds. And so we must pray desperately. Why do we fail to pray desperately? Because I believe that if God gives or not, I'll still live. Because you have this wherewithal. No, if God doesn't give, I die. What happens if God takes away this air? What if God takes away the sun? What if God takes your health? What if God takes the food that you eat? So do not be mistaken, my brothers. If God does not give, we cannot survive. And going beyond that, we are children of God. We do not survive because the world provides. It must come from heaven. That is the life of salvation that lives in you. And so when you pray desperately with a loud voice, when you look at it spiritually, that sound goes to heaven. 
that answer returns. And so I need to hear my sound in order to receive that answer. And that will break your fleshly desire. That's why we must pray desperately. And so do you know how I can tell when my saints are praying or not? If their voices are completely gone. If their voices are not gone, they are not praying. Brothers, let us pray. The most important element we have to live with God is prayer. I have nothing to do except ask God and receive from God. And He fills out my life. And so nothing is a problem in my life. 자, so once again, close your eyes, brothers. And cry out. Pray in tongues. If you can't pray in tongues, seek 예, the Lord. Calling his name. Call upon his name. Desperately. Desperately. 예, 어, 어, we must scream. 훨씬 보기 좋습니다. Looks much better, my brothers. 예, 이번에 여러분의 이 기도 하나만 이게 뚫어줘도. Let's break through with just this prayer. 아, 이거 굉장한 일이야. And it will be an amazing thing. 예, 우리 성경의 기도가 강력 가장 강력할 때가 언제냐면. And in the Bible, when does it say prayer is most powerful? 예, 지성소로 들어가는 거야. It's when we enter into the holy of holies. 이거 이제 지성소 가는 게 뭔지 이게 어떤 신령한 얘기 하는 게 아니야. And when we enter the holy of holies, I'm not speaking of mysticism. 예, 그 이번에 이제 그런 얘기를 할 텐데. I will explain a little bit more in Galatians. 어떤 영적인 조건이 갖춰지면. But when these spiritual conditions 
times are met. Because because it's going to take long time to explain. The important thing is is that we need to enter into the Holy of Holies. And the Holy of Holies is according to the Old Testament where the council of God takes place. And God has opened that place to you. And so we have the right to enter into the Holy of Holies. That is righteousness. And that's what we are going to speak of today. And so let us yearn for this. To enter into the Holy of Holies with prayer. And when you see people who pray in the Holy of Holies, including myself, I prayed for 10 hours. But it felt like only 10 minutes passed by. Conversely, some people pray 10 minutes and it felt like they prayed all day long. But when you pray in the Holy of Holies, the limitations of your body, the limitations of your understanding, you transcend all of these things. God has granted this privilege to his children so I have to explain the book of Hebrews to talk about all of this and also 1 John but but simply speaking as I share this with you why am I saying this? because Uganda is the land of the prophet Every land has their own characteristic. So if you look all over the world, globally, God is preparing for His return. This world isn't just flowing according to coincidence. And in that preparation, the focus of that preparation is to establish the two candles. Revelation 7, or 11. And when I was having a conference in Bethlehem in 2011, the Lord said to me that the time of the two witnesses has come. And on the second night, He Himself, our Lord Jesus Christ Himself, came to the place. Everyone there was so intoxicated in His presence. And there was golden flakes all over the altar. And spiritually, I could see the the banner of God waving over that place. This is the fulfillment of Zechariah 12, 14. The golden anointing flowing forth from the olive branch. And so in these end times, all the churches are being led to these two olive branches, uh, two candles. And these two candles speak of the unity of the remnant. And so the two witnesses will be the leader of these two candles. And on one side, it is the apostle. And the other is the prophet. The apostle has been prepared. Yet, a prophet has to arise. And Uganda has the potential for that prophet to arise here. 
많은 영적인 이 원수들의 전략에서 그 영이 지금 죽고 있는 거예요. And so because they know this, the devil strategically attacks Uganda to break you down. 이번 집회를 통해서 이것들을 풀어내야 돼. And so through this conference, let us loosen these bindings. 지성소로 들어가는 선자들이 일어나야 돼요. And prophets who can enter into the holy of holies must arise. 그리고 이 마지막 때 하나님의 생활 선자들이 일어나야 된다. And let the prophet used by God in these end times arise. 우리 어제 부르심에 대한 얘기했지만. And so we talked about calling yesterday. I am not here to give you benefit for your ministry. 사실 그건 의미도 없고요. Honestly, there's no meaning for that. 한 교회가 아무리 목회자라도 그적수 상대할 수 없는 거예요. Because one church rising up cannot contend with the antichrist. 내가 20년 동안 생명사역을 한 곳에서 했는데. And so I've been doing Zoe ministry in Korea for 20 years. 4,500명의 목회자가 왔다 갔는데. And 4,500 pastors have gone through those doors. 지금 50명밖에 안 남았어요. Only 50 are left. 왜냐면 왜냐면 Why? Because they came to me looking for to benefit their own ministry. That's because they do not know the flow of the Bible. Now is the time for the flow of the remnant to build a powerful church that is united. And each church are a member of one body. And it must be under one truth, one spirit. And so all the pastors, including myself, we must stand as members of the body of the remnant. 그러니까 남은 자이 이 교회가 성도가 교회가 됨이 되면, and so when the saints are in that body of the church, 예수 그리스도가 머리기 때문에. Because Jesus Christ is the head, they live by what He provides the body. It's the same thing with the remnant church. Now, when all the remnant churches all over the world world become one, He who is the head of that remnant church, He provides the provision. But because we fail to receive that, that's why we try to live by my own words. We live by the limitations. Of my power, and so we get beat by the devil. And so all of these pastors who've come to Zoe Ministry have all run away. Now that may be the case in Korea, but all over the world we see pastors joining Zoe Ministry. China, they tell me that more than 30,000 or 300,000 people are listening to my sermons. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what they say. That's what they tell me. But brothers, I want you to see what the times are. So why are you here? You are here to confirm their calling as the remnant. And so, what we want to pray for is seek the spirit of prophecy. That Uganda could restore and reclaim that spirit. Amen. Amen. And so the reason why this spirit is not being activated in Uganda Now of course this applies to all mankind not just Uganda But because of these hooks that the devil used to drag you towards darkness Listen carefully right now A man living 그냥 우연히 살다 보니까 그렇게 된게 아니에요. He, 
his life isn't the result of coincidences. Why is money a problem in your life? Why are people a problem in your life? It's not a coincidence. It's a life of your choosing. You do not coincidentally become holy. You do not coincidentally cast your eyes to glory and have deep fellowship with Him. It's all based on your choices. So what does it mean that you choose? Are you choosing God? Or are you choosing myself? This is the option laid before all men. And even right now in this time, even while you're seated here in this worship, if you're choosing yourself, though I'm speaking God's words to you, you are only receiving information. But if you give up on yourself and choose God, then God's Spirit will move in you and you will receive what He is giving you. This is how all mankind live. And so we call this, uh, we see this as the old self and the new self. And so every moment by moment, this is the choice. Are you living in the old self or the new self? I will go into more detail regarding this later. But when you live in the old self, who are you? You are someone living for your flesh. And when I say flesh, I'm not talking about your physical body, but the sarks. And what is the sarks? It naturally attracts sin. I'll talk about this in Ephesians 4 more, at, in, more in detail but who is the new self then? in other words the new self has no system to sin and so these three beings dwell in you if you are born again the old self the new self they are all me and they are all real just as this water bottle is real the old self the new self is real in you and these two make up who you are these are what Romans tells us Romans 7 and so look If you continually live in the new self, you will not sin. That's why it says in 1 John 3, 9 that he who is born of God will not sin. And if you live in the old self, you can't help but sin. You can't help but continually store up wickedness. And so our victory is dependent on how much you live in the new self. But if you continually repeat in the old self, even if you do nothing you are drawing wickedness Galatians 5.16 says that the strength of the flesh keeps seeking the desires and iniquities of the flesh and if that strength gets builds up and builds up that's when you sin and so this flesh this sark fundamentally has the desires of greed this is the 
basic principle wickedness of man. 하박국 2장 얘기하는 거예요? In Habakkuk 2. 그래서 하박국 2장에 이 욕구를 다섯 가지로 나눠서 얘기해요. And so in Habakkuk 2 it it divides these desires into five categories. 소유 desire for possession. 안정요. desire for security. 영의 성취요. desire for fame and honor. 어, desire for conquest or 우상, pleasure 우상욕. and desire for idolatry. 자, and so fundamentally when a man lives by the sarks these five things are moving in him. 조합으로 And through the combination of these five things man sins. 자, 그러니까 여러분이 이제 거룩을 향해서 막 달려갈 텐데. And so right now we are running towards holiness. 그래서 여러분의 묶임들이 풀어지고 and your bindings are being loosened. 여러분의 굳어짐이 막 이제 녹아지고 your hardness is being melted down. 그럼 여러분 안에 가장 밑바닥에는 이 근원적인 악이 보이기 시작해. Then you will start to see this fundamental wickedness 그러니까, in the depths of your soul. 보통 인간은 And so when man 이게 악인지도 몰라요. Most men do not recognize that this is wickedness. 예, Why is it wickedness to 뭐, want something? Why is it wickedness to look for security? And yet, when did all these desires begin? In Genesis 4. It began when Cain built the systems of this world. It's not given to you by God. It's given to you by Lucifer. And this is the most root level wickedness of man. And so when these five desires are separated from your soul, that's when you will enter into glorification. Romans 8.30 describes this glorification. But if this wickedness is not separated from us, you cannot go into glorification. And this is really important. Because remember, what is God's purpose for His children? Ephesians 1.4 says that you will be holy and blameless. That is God's predestination. And so if you are a child of God on this earth, then you will go to holiness and blamelessness. Romans 8.30 says you will be glorified. That those who he has called, he has justified. And those he has justified, he has glorified. And so Romans 8.30 is written in the past tense. That is what predestination is. That God has already determined that this is what he will do. And so, we give thanks to 예, God because this is His decision so He will execute it. All we have to do is believe and receive it. Amen? Amen? Uh, amen. amen. 자, and so, what do we want to pray for right now, brothers? 강한, As I said, some countries have their characteristics and so they have very strong desire for a certain part of these wicked desires. And so as I've been going all over the world and meeting with many nationalities, this is what I've seen. For example, Korea. Korea have a strong desire for possessions. They will not they will stop at nothing to possess what they want. And it's because of this strong desire for possession that they are filled with the spirit of worldliness. And if they tolerate this desire, 
the end of this desire leads to idolatry. 우상욕이란 뭐예요? What is idolatry? 자기 욕구의 신격화예요. Idolatry is the deification of my desires. 자, 그러니까 하나님을 어, 자기 욕구를 성취하는 우상으로 만드는 거예요. And so God becomes an idol who fulfills your desires. 예, 무서운 거죠, 그렇죠? That is scary, isn't 그래서 it? 그래서 이 시대 교회 가운데 하나님이 없어진 지꽤 오래됐어요. And so look at the churches of this day and age. They 예. are all idolatry. 예, 그래서 다 바알 섬겨. And so they are serving Baal, not God. 왜냐면 자기 욕구를 성취해서 하나님의 이름을 부르는 거예요. Because they are simply personifying their desires onto God 예. and yet calling him God. 자기 명예를 위해서 하나님을 부르는 거예요. They are serving calling out to God for their fame, for their honor. 예. 여러분 잘 보셔야 됩니다. Look carefully, brothers. 지금의 이 교회들이 이 시대 교회들이 얼마큼 타락하고 있는가? Look carefully at the corruption in the church these days. 무서운 거예요, 여러분들. It's very terrifying. 분명 이름은 하나님을 부르고 있는데. They call him God. They cry out to God. 교회 하나님이 없어. And yet God is not in the church. 전부 바리에요. It's all bow. 자기 욕구의 신격화를 시키고 버린. They deified their desires. 자, 그러니까 한국은 이 소욕 때문에 지금 바알이 교회 있어. And because of this desire for possession in Korea, the church is filled with Baal in Korea. 이 말이 하나님의 음성인가 아닌가 여러분 분별하세요. And so discern if this is the word of God or not. 자, 우간다는 어떤 그런 욕구가 제일 강하냐? Then what about Uganda? What is the strongest desire in Uganda? It is fame. 사실 아프리카 전체가 그래요. Actually, this applies to most of Africa. 예, 명욕이 강력해요. They have this desire for fame. 물론 명예욕이 움직이니까 다른 욕구들이 움직이지만. Now because this desire for fame moves, other things move hand in hand. 특별히 명예욕이 주는 이 핵심은 어어어 종교형과 결탁을 But what moves with fame is this spirit of religion. 그러니까 목회를 자기 이름을 내려고 하는 거예요. And so when you become a pastor, you become a pastor so that you could become famous. 내가 오니까 내 포스터가 붙었던데. I saw the poster that we, over yeah. here earlier this morning. 지난 30년 동안 난한 번도 내 광고 한적 없는데. For 34 years, I've never made posters like this to advertise. 여기 오니까 내 광고. But coming here, they're advertising for me. 내가 매일 같이 기도하는 게 뭔지 아세요? But do you know what I pray for every day? 하나님 내 이름은 땅에 떨어지게 하시고. Lord, may my name fall to the floor. 당신은 높이게 하소서. May you alone be lifted up. 이 기도 매일 합니다. This is what I pray every day. 어. 여러분 이제 보세요. 교회가 성도 몇명안 되고 and so you let's say you don't have many members in your church. 사실 이러면 위험한 게 없어. And look, these kinds of pastors they probably will not be tempted. 이제 교회가 좀 커지고 but let's say your church starts to grow. 성도 수가 좀 많아지면 and you have lots of members. 이게 명욕이 찾아오고 all of a sudden this fame comes. 이 탐욕이 찾아온다. And this greed this this greed starts to fill you up. 목회가 여러분 이름 내려고 하는 거예요? Pastors, are you trying to become famous? 예, 좋은 차 타는 게 여러분의 목표야? Is your goal to ride a nice car? 예, 좋은 집 사는 게 여러분의 목표야? Is your goal to be, live in a nice house? 예, 목회는 잡이 아닙니다, 여러분. Pastor is not a career. 이건 생명을 드리는 거예요, 생명을. It is giving your life. 그러니까 목회자는 자기 이름으로 소유가 있으면 안 돼. And so pastors, you should not possess anything in your name. 다 누릴 수 있지만 Though you can enjoy all things, 다 내려놔야 돼. You also can lay everything down. Remember that our calculation is not on this earth. It's on that day when we stand before Him that everything will be determined for you. If you keep possessing things on this land and keep trying to lift up your name, you will stand in shame before him on that day. Pastors, you must always be focused on that day. 
the day you stand before the Lord who will I be when I stand before him will I truly be able to look upon him in glory when I stand before the Lord will my flock be the reward of my crown every day you must ask yourself this and so when this desire for fame grows strong 100% will you be falling to the spirit of religion and so the reason why the spirit of prophecy is not being activated in Africa is because of this spirit for fame and this spirit for, for of, of religion And we'll talk about the spirit of religion and its dangers in Galatians. But there is another spirit that the spirit of religion brings with it. And that is the spirit of Jezebel. And so look, two unbelievers, even if they're in the church, if they don't believe, the, the main root of their spirit is the spirit of unbelief. And through unbelief, they receive all the filthy spirits of the world. But conversely, ultimately, all these spirits are making this person unable to believe. But to a Christian, the root is not unbelief, but religion. Through religion, immorality comes in. Through religion, unbelief comes in. Through religion, all these spirits start to inside of you. And so what's the problem with this? These are all filthy spirits. And yet they pretend to act holy in that religion. And so you cannot recognize that it's wickedness. They do not recognize that them trying to make a name for themselves is such great wickedness. They do not recognize the wickedness of enjoying pleasure. And so whenever I go to Central America, I always say to the South Americans, pastors, stop enjoying soccer. Africa, you like football, yes. So let's say Uganda was on the finals of the World Cup. And that game time is the same time as your worship time. Then pastors, what will you do? Pastors, what will you do? The South Americans told me this. Pastor, we're going to move our worship time. That's terrifying, is it not? These are the temptations, the three S of the devil. Screen sex, sports. Screen sex and sports. That is the temptation of the devil. Men who love sports are filled with despair and rage. How dangerous is rage? In Ephesians 4. That if you do not deal with the sin of rage on that day that you committed it, then it immediately builds a stronghold of the devil within you. And so look, I'm trying to lead you in prayer right now. I'm not trying to preach right now. But understand that this is what's blocking the blessing over Africa. Especially in Uganda, it's killing the spirit of prophecy. God is 
is, is torn apart because of this. God is crying out for Uganda. Because God wants to use Uganda for his glory. And yet the devil has hooked Uganda. Making you unable to avail this great blessing. And so what does it mean to believe in God? It doesn't necessarily mean that you will become enriched. And yet, a child of God who believes in God will never lose the riches of God. What this means, whether you have money or not, it's not a problem. Uganda is 45% Christian. And yet, look at how much money influences your life. So don't think like this. Ah, Korea is happy and prosperous because they have lots of money. America is happy because they have lots of money. No, in kingdom of heaven is not dependent upon the circumstances of Babylon. And so look at Korea and America. They have the highest rates of suicide in the world. Even though they have so much money, why is there so much suicide? Because money is not the source of happiness. And so people do not live by their circumstances, their conditions. If you do not live in the kingdom of heaven, whether you are living in Uganda or you live in Korea, you are all suffering. But if we live in the kingdom of heaven, none of these material things can influence my life. If I need, I just ask from God. And honestly, I don't even need to pray for my survival. And so this country is filled with 45% Christians. Then all the systems of Uganda should move according to his word. And yet, why do we not see this happening? That's what I'm trying to talk about right now. This desire of fame, this desire for greed has hooked Uganda. And so the glory of God is not flowing through the land. And so desire for fame and the desire and the, and the spirit of religion work together. And when the spirit of religion moves, it always brings another spirit, which is what? The spirit of Jezebel. The spirit of Jezebel is an evil spirit that only works in the church. In, in, in the world, there is the spirit of control. It's similar to what the spirit of Jezebel does. But Jezebel only exists within the church. And so, when you look at the devil, the yeah. demons, they have their, their, their uh, hierarchy. And they all have their positions. Right? In some region, it might be unbelief who is the captain. In another nation, it might be greed. And so they all have their positions. But Jezebel is positionless. And so it's not easy to discern the spirit of Jezebel. But here's the characteristic of Jezebel. Let's say that in the church, Jezebel works with immorality. 
Then that immorality will be explosively more powerful. Because even though Jezebel doesn't have a position, it has this role. Let's say if Jezebel works with despair, despair will get even more stronger in the church. And so people will fall into depression, will become despair, and become powerless. That's what Jezebel does. And so fame, and religion, and then Jezebel. These spirits move together. And right now, these spirits are pressing the church of Uganda down. And that's why it's difficult to break through. But today, let's cast the spirit out. What does it mean to cast the spirit out? There are four ways the devil tries to attack you. First is just that, spiritual attack. So he'll continually attack you. And the reason why he can attack is because there's darkness that provides that foothold within you. So if you have this filth of immorality in you, then you'll keep receiving attacks of immorality. And so at the beginning, when it's just the attack stage, you can repent. And as you repent in the name of Jesus, just cut it off. And so do not press, fall back at this first stage. But if you do fall back at this first stage, the next stage is that the devil can dwell in you. Because you're constantly being attacked. And as this evil gets activated inside of you, it starts to develop into a bitter root. As it says in Hebrews 12:15. It starts to build a house in you. Then the devil has a place to call home in you. And if you keep tolerating this stage, this gets to the third stage, possession. Possession means that all your thoughts, everything that you can do, all your functions are controlled by the devil. And then last is being seized. Mean that you are completely under his control. And so in these four stages, the devil tries to take control. But it's tragedy to have the devil in me, yes? And yet these days, the devil does not try to dwell in you. Rather, he tries to control you from outside. As like a puppet. He controls you with strings. And so, as he's outside of you, it's as if you are possessed. That's what we call possession, right? That you cannot do things based on what you want to do. You cannot respond to the Holy Spirit. And so, at the stage, the first stage of attack, we need to keep cutting it off. And continually cleanse my spirit. And so when you look at 1 John 3 8, it says that Jesus Christ came to destroy the work of the devil. And what is the work of the devil? It is sin. And so because he's cleansing the sinful nature, because you remove the shit 
똥파리가 안 나와. There are no flies. 예, 벌이 온다 말이야. Instead, it's bees coming yeah. for the honey. 그러니까 And so the important thing is to get rid of the shit. Then the devil cannot even come close. But if he still comes, it's so that he can interrupt your ministry. But that's not a big problem. Because you can overpower the devil. As it says, trample serpents and scorpions. And so the devil has no authority. So there's no problem. And this word becomes fulfilled in you. Colossians 2.15 that you have the ability to disarm the devil. Amen. Amen. And so that means you go beyond their hierarchy. As it says in 1 John 5.18 that the evil one cannot touch you. Because this royal blood flows in you. Because the authority of the king manifests in you. Amen. 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 And so let's cast these spirits out. Some of you, maybe the devil is inside yeah. of you. I've seen, I've seen some of you beating with the devil inside of you. This kind of person, what they're doing is they're always doing the same yeah. sin over and over again. There's some of you who are addicted to pornography. Many of you. I'm not going to call you up. I don't worry. But in this conference, let's deal with this. Immorality, the spirit of immorality is dwelling inside of you. And there's other people who constantly want to possess something. This is the spirit of greed dwelling inside of you. Or constantly being, uh, cannot believe in the word of God. And so this is the sign that you are constantly doing the same sin over and over again. Let's say someone, you have to watch a movie at least once a week. This is all spirit dwelling inside of you. We need to cast these spirits out. Let's cut off all the control of the devil. Amen. Amen. And so what does it mean to live in the Holy Spirit? It means if you continually maintain the fullness of the Holy Spirit that whenever these powers of darkness come close immediately a barricade goes up. In other meanings it means that I respond to righteousness. That I know the Holy Spirit is drawing near and I know His will and I know His heart. No matter the circumstances, how wicked they may be, if God is pleased, I can be happy. That is what it means to live in the Holy Spirit. Conversely, if no matter how good the circumstances may be, if God doesn't like it, I must be upset. Even if everyone is praising me, if God doesn't like it, I do not like it. But if everyone curses me and God acknowledges me, I am pleased. That is the 
those who are after God's heart. What is the last prophecy of Malachi? That the father's hearts will turn to the sons and the son's heart will turn to the father. This, these are the people of, the, of Elijah. And so the, in these end times, the remnant, they are those who know the heart of the father. Apostle and prophets have the same condition, similar condition. The, the, the strength of a prophet is he knows the heart of God. That when God is sad, he cries and mourns. When you look at Micah, he sees the shame that God has for his people Israel. And so he shaves his head. And so the prophet shaves his head. And he cries out like an ostrich, like a wolf, like a jackal in the desert. And so every night he cries like a jackal. Oh Lord, take pity on our people. He cries out and mourns. And Isaiah, same thing. He says, minister naked for three years. Because of the shame God feels over his people. Uganda, this kind of prophet must rise up here. Do not worry. God's not going to tell you to be naked. <laughs> But this is someone who knows the heart of God. Can imagine the power of his prayer. Amos 3.7 says God never works without first revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. That means you have no secrets between you and God. That when this prophet proclaims his kingdom moves, Amen. These kinds of men must rise up. Amen. Amen. Let us give our lives for holiness. Live in the Holy Spirit. And so believe in the power and authority of the name of Jesus. And let us cut off these wickedness today. Sprinkle the powerful blood of Jesus. And so let all this darkness that dwelled inside of you go out with a scream. I curse you in the name of Jesus. All you filthy spirits, get out. And then by the blood of Jesus, Lord, cover your soul. Proclaim it, brothers. Proclaim it. Declare to the devil. Declare to the devil. All the hooks of the world. All the hooks of the world. All the hooks of the world. All the spirit of immorality. Go out in the name of Jesus. Be purified. Be holy. More, Lord. Down all the hunger of the devil. Cut them down completely. Time. More, Lord. 
할렐루야. 할렐루야. 자. 이렇게 여러분 생각하시면 안 된다 말이에요. So don't think like this. 나는 돈이 없어서 인생이 이렇게 힘들어. My life is wretched because I don't have money. 나는 부모님을 잘못 만나서 인생이 힘들어. I was born to bad parents. 다 속는 거예요, 여러분. That's all deception. 이 세상이 주는 어떤 문제도 인간을 힘들게 창조하지 않았어요. There's nothing in this world that was created to cause you suffering. 근본적으로 아담을 창조할 때이 모든 세상을 누리게 창조하셨기 때문에. Because when God created this creation, He created it for Adam to rule. 그러니까 근본적으로 하나님의 사람이라는 것은 이 세상을 누리고 살게 되었다면서. And so you have been created to rule and enjoy the world. 그러니까 그런 것을 누릴 수 없는 영적인 어떤 묶임이나 손실이 지금 내 인생을 이렇게 괴롭게 만드는 거예요. And so you need to see that there is some kind of spiritual binding or loss that 자, is causing you to unable to enjoy. 그러니까 우리가, 우리가 예수를 된다는 것은 And so what does it mean to be like Jesus? It's perfecting the image of God in you. And other meaning is to perfect the image of Christ in you. And so when your spirit is completely free, that nothing Babylon can provide with you will cause problems in your life. And so do not be deceived into thinking it's your circumstances, it's your conditions. I say again, no matter how much money you may have in the world, your life can still be tragic. No matter how much money you have, your life is not going to be happy. Amen. And so when you look at it from the devil's perspective, Whether he makes you starve, or whether he makes your stomach explode from being so full, either way, you are dying. Which one do you think is more torturous? Torture of uh, dying of starvation? No. It's, it's more torturous that you are being filled so much that your stomach bursts. That there is more torture there. So do not be deceived. Oh, the problem is the spiritual. 아, It's because my spirit is not healthy. It's because of these bindings. 예, It's the same thing with darkness in your character. I've always been hot-blooded. 아니에요. No. God never create, used this ingredient when 예, He created you. God never mixed this darkness into 아니, you. Oh, I've always been 예. slow. No, with God's spirit dwelling inside of you, there's no one who is ignorant. It's all about the spirit. Amen. Amen. And so through this conference, let us be loosened. Amen. So let us move as God leads us. And look at how these hurts and wounds that are binding us, brothers. All of you have suffered loss, great loss. Being cast away by your parents. I know that there are many of you who have never met your parents before. And many people with stepfathers, stepmothers. As I interpret your spirits, I see what's going on. And so people with this abandonment, it's hard for them to feel the love of God. 
And with this abandonment, it's hard to pray in a healthy way, filled with power. This abandonment, this loss, tends to open the door to the devil. And so let us meet with God and so that this abandonment would be healed. That when you meet with God, God's goodness gets applied to you. Because our God is good. He will not leave your broken spirit to be. And so let's say you have been wounded ever since you were in your mother's womb. Then his spirit will lead you back to that place where you were in that womb. And make you realize the hurt that you received. Let's say if you, you received it when you were one years old, then you will go back to that air, age. I'll talk about this when I talk about inner healing. But when you are completely loosened through this conference, through you, the kingdom of heaven will move. And God's glorious church will be established through you. Amen. Amen. So let's look at today's word. We we didn't finish the callings yesterday. 여러분 So are you able to hear the word of God? 하나님이 여러분을 사랑하시는 걸 믿어야 돼요. 그렇죠? Believe in God's love for you. 그리고 여러분을 얼마큼 존경이나 믿어야 돼요. And believe in your dignity. 여러분이 이제 이번에 많은 것들이 치유되고 풀어지면 when as many of these things are healed and loosened. 이제 우리가 얼마나 존귀한 자를 믿게 될 것이다. We will believe in how dignified we are. 이 존귀를 알면 이제 세상과 절대로 타협하는 일이 없어. And when you recognize this dignity, you will not compromise with the world. 원수의 속임에 넘어가지 않는 거예요. You will not fall to the deception of the devil. 아멘이요. Amen. 자, Amen. 자, 갈라디아서 어제 1절부터 10절까지 좀 봤는데. So we saw Galatians chapter 1 verses 1 to 10. 이번에 갈라디아서 이좀 작전을 바꾸기로 했습니다. But now I want to change the strategy of Galatians a little bit. 전체를 하나씩 하나씩 자세히 보다기보다는 Instead of looking at it one at a time through the entire book. 중요한 것만 좀 이게 보려고 합니다. I want to just go through the important parts. 예. 왜냐면 내가 우간다에 또 다시 온다는 보장이었기 때문에. Because there's no guarantee that I'll be back in Uganda. 나는 나는 오고 싶지만. Now of course I want to come back. 예. 아직 하나님이 나한테 그렇게 말씀 안 하셨기 때문에. But God has not yet said anything to me. 여러분이 열심히 기도하면. So if you pray to God and cry out to him. 이게 전 세계는 모든 생명사 교회들에게 늘 그렇게 얘기해요. I say this to all Zoe ministry all over the world. 나를 움직이려면 나한테 말해야 되는 게 아니라. If you want me to move, don't speak directly to me. 하나님께 기도해라. Pray to God. 예. 하나님께 기도하면 나를 움직이신다. And when you pray to God, God will move me. 예. 그리고 이제 모르겠습니다. 우간다에 이제 생명사가 구축될지 안 될지 모르겠는데. And I don't know whether Zoe ministry will be established here or not. 이제 이 우간다에 생명사가 구축돼야 될 중요한 이유 중에 하나는. But one reason why we are we want Zoe ministry to be established in Uganda. 이제 지금 여러분이 이제 이번 설교 들어보지만. It's because as you've been hearing this sermon. 저를 통해서 하나님이 이제 이 초대교회 진리를 성경 66권을 다 God has allowed me to expose it and teach all 66 books of the Bible to restore the truth. And so I, 
There needs to be a Bible school that can re-equip the pastors. 예, 물론 지금 전 세계에 있는 이 우리 생명사계 오고자 하는 사람들을 우리 교회로 지금 불러서 훈련을 시키긴 해요. Now, of course, we do invite many pastors to come to Korea and to be trained in Korea. 예, 여기 여기도 우리나라 우리 교회 왔던 분들도 많고. Actually, there are many people who have come to our church before. 제한적이잖아요, 그렇죠? But there is limitations here. 예, 또 뭐. 어, 비용 측면에서도 어마어마하게 들어요. And also in terms of finances is very very costly. 오면 집주해죠. Right when they come I need to provide housing. 생활비도 다 I need to provide their way of living. 그러니까 그러니까 이게 많은 사람 부를 수가 없어요. And so is so because of that we cannot call lots of people. 우리 센터가 있단 말이에요. And so right now we have a center in Swaziland. 거기서 우리 마이클 목사님이 이제 MB를 한다. And in Swaziland Pastor Mike is leading NB our our Bible school. 예, 이제 우리 신학교죠. It's our Bible school. And so he is re-equipping the, the yeah. pastors of Swaziland. And we, we have expectations that soon one will form in South Africa. And we also want one in Uganda. To continually provide the word. And so I, I expect that there will be Zoe ministry churches rising up in Uganda. And surrounding those leaders, based on those leaders, will we establish this Bible school? Maybe being able to gather once a week. In whatever way, in order to be equipped with the word as I've been preaching to you. Now, of course, I may send one of my associate pastors here to Uganda. Or maybe Pastor Mike can move to Uganda. And so we'll send our ministers here and help train your churches. That's what's going on in Latin America today. That's how all the Zoe Ministry Network churches have been trained. And all Zoe Ministry Network churches have the right to participate in any conference all over the world. And many times they come to our church for a month or so. And they have conferences with us in Israel. And the most important thing is that our church has 24-hour intercession teams going on and they pray for, they pray for you and all the international Zoe Ministry Network churches pray for you. And so in the midst of this intense battle, you are victorious. And so I'm not here just to be here one time and then go. That's not what Zoe Ministry's goal is. We want to continuously have fellowship together. Now I don't know which of you will be that person, but but those of you who have the calling then I, pr- I will go hand in hand with you and so please pray pray that in Uganda a leader worthy of this mantle will rise up that Zoe ministry would begin and that NB would begin now also we have this hope for all the other African countries as well Tanzania, Burundi and so please pray that MB will be established in your countries as well because understand that in this day the important thing is for the pastors to be refilled 
that you, that what we learn in our Bible schools is not enough. That's something you are well aware of, yes? We need to be re-equipped with the truth of the early church. If this truth does not flow, life does not flow, fill your saints. It just becomes religious practice. That is tragedy. And so I said I'm going to change my strategy in preaching Galatians. 자, 오늘 그럼 어, 11절부터 어, 17절까지만 좀 봅시다. And so today let's read verses 11 to 17 together. 예, 예, 읽어보세요. Okay. So verses 11 through 17, chapter 1 of 자, 그러니까 Galatians. 오, 오늘 아침 2장 14절까지 다 Okay, but today we'll be covering up to chapter 2, verse 14. But right now we are reading chapter 1, verse 11 to 17. Okay. I'm reading from ESV. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many so of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Amen. Amen. 자, 어제 우리 부르심이라는 거를 2장 14절까지 이제 계속 얘기하고 있는데. And so we are continually continuing in this introduction up to chapter 2 verse 14 regarding the five callings. 자, 다시 한번 여러분이 리마인드 시키면. And so as I remind you, 갈라디아서는 교회론을 얘기하는 것인데. Galatians is the doctrine of the church. 교회 안에 이 어, 어, And in that doctrine, it's specifically covering the power of the church. Remember, the church has the right to rule over creation. It is not a theory. This world is not moved by the politicians of this world. As Habakkuk says, because politicians, businessmen, all of them are doomed. Everything that they do, everything that they make has an end. And so Habakkuk says that the world will burn tomorrow. 없다면, so what is the who is the fool that invests in the inheritance that's going to burn tomorrow? 세상에 힘 빼고 사는 거는 바보예요, 바보. And so it is foolishness to invest your strength into the world. 거기다 에너지 쏟으면 안 되는 거예요. Don't pour your energy there. 그 세상에 내 주권을 주면 안 되는 거예요. Do not give lordship to the world. 우리 성도들에게 나는 늘 항상 얘기하는 게 뭐냐면 I say to my saints You must always be holding on to the keys. 자, Even in your workplace, whenever God says to quit, 예. you need to be able to quit. If you are doing business and God says to stop, you need to be able to stop. And so the master of your life should be God at all times. And so I do not spend more than 50% of my energy into the world. If you live by the kingdom of God, that is how you will live. And so it's impossible to say Christianity is just simply coming to church on Sunday morning. That is religion. That's what we call a Sunday Christian. 
That should not be the case. Every day coming to church. Every day praying to God. Every day dedicating to God. To minister. That is life. That is living in the kingdom of heaven. Continually being led by the Holy Spirit. And so one church, the community of a church is one family. They pray together. They eat together. They sleep together. And so same thing right now. That's why we are together. Eating together, sleeping together, worshiping together. And this is not my will. In the end times, the two candles is the united church. In other words, we are a family. And so we are in this process of becoming one family. Amen. 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 And so Galatians speaks of the power of the church. And so from the church, this authority and power must radiate. And how great must this power be then? Because we are the light of the world. I don't know what the name of this neighborhood is. But if you light up this neighborhood, how much power would you need? How much electricity would you need? But the church is the light of the world. So we need great power. That's why I say it is the nuclear reactor of the gospel. And so in this Galatians, the nine elements of that nuclear reactor are continually moving. And so it speaks of grace here and then later there. It speaks of the gospel here and then there and then there. It speaks of righteousness here and there. And the Holy Spirit and then faith. And about inheritance and about freedom. All of these things continually circulate throughout the text. And these are the elements that make up that nuclear reactor. So, as a child of God, the most amazing thing, the most fundamental thing that happens is that God's word is in me. And so we need to meditate upon yeah. that wonder every day. Yeah. This word is the power to create. That word dwells in you. God is speaking. Okay. There's someone here who has a short arm, one arm is shorter than the other. Yeah. Someone who has one arm that's shorter than the other. Okay, I don't have time right now, but later, later. Okay, I'll see you in the afternoon. But God can make your arm grow. In Korea, one of the one of the saints had her kidneys be renewed. It was completely changed into a new kidney. This is the authority of the word. Amen. Amen. And so look, the authority of the word must radiate 
powerfully from the church. And that word dwells in you. And secondly, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. How amazing is that, that His Spirit dwells in me. And the blood dwells in me. I'll talk about this later on. But these three things are in me. And through all the elements that these three things provide, I become like Christ. And so expanding on these three things are the nine elements that Galatians talk about. This, these elements of that nuclear reactor of the gospel. And so the, is expanding on these three things that I just talked about. And so as they continually circulate in you, the power and authority of the word radiates from you. You, a child of God is king. So kingly authority comes forth from you. Amen. Amen. This is what Galatians is all about. So if we eat the word of Galatians in faith, the authority of the word will come from you. In all 66 books of the Bible have a purpose and a will of God. So we'll talk about gospel. But Mark is about who is Jesus. It is a book written to show us who Jesus is. And so when we receive the book of Mark in faith, we meet with Jesus. And so in this way, all 66 books of the Bible have a purpose and a will. And when we eat this word in faith, the 66 purposes of God are made in me. And that word becomes part of your character. And so why is Isaiah so hard to understand? It's not because the text is difficult. It's because you do not understand the will that God has for why he wrote the book of Isaiah. Because you do not know that purpose, you do not receive the word as life. And so you are unable to minister as Isaiah did. And as it says in Mark 4, we need to become priests. And so I need to become a priest in order to understand the word of God. But instead of being an insider, I'm on the outside. And so the word of God becomes an open-ended secret. I could read the words, but it's an, it will eternally be a secret, a mystery. And so fundamentally, when a saint enters into the church, immediately, almost immediately, he must Dedicate himself as a disciple. Look at the gospel. The disciples, they don't even, they don't even pray. And yet power and authority emanates from them. They cast demons out. They heal people. Even though they're not praying. Why? Because they are disciples. 
So the first step is to become a disciple. So let's say you have a hundred members in your church. All hundred must be disciples. That every word that is proclaimed from the church, they need to give their lives for it. That is what it means to be a disciple. Disciple does not have his own possessions. He does not claim his own things. And so when God, the church demands it from them, they give everything. Quit your job and go to missions. They go. They don't have their own methods. They don't have their own plans. Now, of course, the head pastor also doesn't have his own possessions. Everything is given by God. If God wants, I could live like a king. Really, I have nothing mm. under my name. Even everything I'm dressed right now to the very underwear mm. that I have, it's not mine. Mm. But I could possess all things like a king. And yet I own nothing. I give up everything. This is discipleship. And so it's dangerous to let your fame, the desire of your fame to take hold of your ministry. It's dangerous to set your goals to be a nice car, a nice house. Pastors, let us repent deeply. These pastors are standing before the gates of hell. A child of God does not own anything. Though we can enjoy anything, we do not own anything. There's nothing in this world that is mine. It all belongs to God. And his stewardship to you is simply shared to you. That's all. And so we must also share it out. That is what it means to be a disciple. And because I'm a disciple, I know the word of God. Amen. So train your saints to be disciples. Amen. 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 And so we covered three of the callings yesterday. Remember I said that life's pro- life is all about your calling. Who has called you? That will determine your life. The king of all kings. The creator God. He is the one who called me. And so as I said yesterday, that the power that brings life to the dead, he is the one who called me. The master who can take all responsibility, he has called me. And so I, there's no reason for me to give my life to the world. There's no reason for me to give my life to people. There's no reason for the world to be able to move me. I am not preaching in order to arouse people's popularity. Why? Because God has called me. I am in here to please God. I am proclaiming what God wants me to proclaim. And if God is pleased, then my life is over. That's all it is. There's no need to be complicated. All I have to do is focus on God. 
And if I please God and live for God, then my life will will be revived and it will abound. And so do not think that your ministry is about help controlling your church members. It's just you standing before God. And as He leads you, When you follow, your sheep will follow you. Stop trying to herd your church members. Don't push it. You don't need to push them. Because who is the one that herds the, the sheep? It is dogs, shepherd dogs. And so if, like a dog, you keep barking at your church members, then you call, that's called a shepherd pastor. Okay, it was a joke. I, I hope you laugh. <laughs> okay, a shepherd pastor. Okay, you, oh, <laughs> you are not a shepherd dog, but a shepherd, yes? <laughs> okay, and so shepherds lead from the front. All you have to do is follow after God. And so the deeper relationship you have with God, the methods of your life must become more and more simple. It must become more easy. If it's always complicated and it's difficult, then something is wrong. Your life must become more and more simple with God. It must become more easy. That is evidence that you are going right with God. Amen? Is there anything more easier than living with God in this world? Have you ever tried living in the world? For 29 years, I was in the world. My father was a very, very rich man. And so at 20 years old, I, w- I went to America. At that time, I was driving a Porsche 911. And yet my life was so difficult. Every day I felt like I wanted to die. Even though I had all the money in the world. Every night, I was enjoying $1,000 bottles of liquor. $10,000 of liquor. And so my life was very fancy. And so I have never met another person who enjoyed the things I enjoyed in their youth as I have. My father earned so much money while I was young that every night he would bring sandbags of money home. That he was a rich man. And yet my life was so difficult. I wanted to die every day. Even though I enjoyed all the fancy things of the world. And so I'll let you in on a little secret because my wife is not here. That when I came back from America to go home for the vacation, there would be 10 women waiting for me at the airport. It's a secret. Do not let my wife know. (laughs) And so my life was very fancy. (laughs) But living in the world is not easy. Have you ever tried living with a demon? It's death. 
And so the easiest thing is living with God. Because even if I make a hundred mistakes, God might scold me once. Even if I make a hundred mistakes, God will praise me for the one good thing that I did. But not the world. Even if you do a hundred things right, when you make one little mistake, the world will come after you. So it's the easiest thing to live with God. So do not be deceived. When you think that it's difficult to live with God, it's because you're trying to live with God in your flesh. And so the issue is dealing with that flesh. And so in Christianity, honestly, it's not right to say spiritual training. Because we are not coming to know things that we did not know before. As it says in Ephesians 1.4, that when the Holy Spirit came upon you, He blessed you with every spiritual gift in the heavenly places. And so the church is not a place to be trained. As you loosen these fleshly things, that glory reveals, it manifests. So the important thing in the church is repentance. And so 34 years ago when I met with God, what God asked of me for 13 years was eat the word, repent, obey, and bow down before him. For 13 years, that's all I did. Continually repent as I eat the word. I've never once been taught how to serve the church. I have never been influenced by the methods of Korean church. Now that doesn't mean I never went to church. But I did not receive any of their influence. All I did was eat the word, repent and obey and bow down. And as that happened, it started to manifest in me. I've never learned how to preach. I never learned how to do healing ministry. But the Holy Spirit led me. Amen? And so the important thing is not methodology. People waste their energy trying to learn methods. No, we just need to pour everything out to God. Pour everything and focus everything on the Holy Spirit. Then you will never say it's because I didn't know how. Amen. Amen. And so we saw the calling to apostles and the servant. And we also saw the calling to church. Now let's see calling to missions. Verse 15. But when he who has set me apart before I was born, this word set me apart is very important okay, we heard about the word uh, predestination earlier this is God's goal a conclusion for a child of God right? Uh, 
But now this set apart is to sanctify him, right? Set him apart for something. And so to all children of God, actually to be honest, it's to all men. God has the best scenario for their life. Listen carefully. God did not create man to develop his own will of what he wants to do, to have his own dream, to go his own path. When God created this universe, it's as if he already made a movie. And in that movie, he has this scenario. And in that scenario, he has provided roles. And so I am the... The yeah. main actor, the yeah, star, and he is an, a, a, a supporting cast. Yeah. Because our Creator God is perfect, He doesn't just create and then let it be randomly go. He is the director. So as when someone, when the director films a movie and something goes wrong, he says, "Cut." In the same way, God is reigning over us, directly over us. And the standard of this reign is God's scenario. And so as a child of God, if you follow that scenario, it will lead you to the pinnacle of your life. Maybe you do not understand this. But this movie, there, the only thing is, is it doesn't have any lines. And so these lines are filled by you as you live with him in faith. And so that is your free will, right? That you can choose. Look at the life of Joseph. Joseph had God had this amazing scenario for Joseph to become prime minister of Egypt. And so if Joseph follows God's leading, he becomes prime minister. 그렇죠? Right? 자, 근데 요셉이 만나는 이 모든 과정은 결코 쉬운 일이 아니었어. But look at the contents of his life. It was not easy. 근데 그때마다 and yet every moment every challenge that he faced he chose God's when he was taken to slavery instead of rebelling instead of resisting look at the story of Joseph he never once resists he never once rebels and never once falls into despair every moment by moment he welcomed the path of God and then so next he went he was a slave in Potiphar and because of an immoral woman he had to suffer again let's say he didn't protest saying I have done nothing wrong he never protested 
Imagine if he did protest. What is he saying? He is bringing dirt to the honor of Potiphar. Yeah, And so Potiphar would not have sent him to jail, but he received it. And so never once does he protest. Never once does he resist. And so look, the hurts that are in you. That's the danger. When you have these hurts, it's hard to be obedient to the direction that God is leading you in. You're always rebelling. And so if Joseph was to rebel once, he would never have become prime minister. He could not have gone down that scenario that God has laid out for him. And so some of you may be like this. That the directions of your life is constantly being changed. It's kind of like the Israelites. They should have been able to enter into the land of Canaan in just a month. But they constantly rebel. And so for 40 years they wander the wilderness. And even after wandering, they still do not enter into the can into the promised land. They do fail to recognize God's best scenario. But when we look at Joseph's life, every time he is obedient, he gains more. There's more grace. There's more authority in his word. There is more prosperity in him. There is more wisdom in him. And so the more he is obedient, the more clear the scenario of God is over his life. And so when you look at Psalms 25, it says, who is the one who fears the Lord? The one who is, who is made known the path he is to go. And so the more we revere God, the more we are obedient to God, the more the scenario is revealed to us. And so I do not make the contents of my life. I do not live in my desire. When I met with God, I never once prayed, let me minister to your pastors. I never even said I want to be a pastor. Actually, I said to God, I never want to be a pastor. Why? Because in one, just one year, all the spiritual things were opened up to me. And I saw the book of Malachi. And in Malachi, what does it say? That, that a priest who is not proper will be cursed beyond curses. So I said to God, I do not want to be a pastor. I want to be a lay member, Lord. And I made this confession. And so when I got married to my wife, I, I told her, I, I proposed to her. But this lady, she said, she said that she has to be the wife of a pastor. And so I got so surprised. And so I convinced her. I said, if we become pastors, we might be we might become cursed. So let us not be pastors. We have to be lay members. That's the best glory. And so I convinced her. And so honestly, she was not convinced. But we got married anyways. And then so I started to do business and I was going all over the world. And every business that I did was successful. 
내가 원 내가 아니라 외부의 이유 때문에 사업이 계속 길이 막혀져. But for some strange reason, the roads were kept getting blocked. 그냥 환장하는 거예요. And so I was surprised. 그래서 And then what I started to hear around me. 우리 이제 우리 사모님 이제 그저이 목사들이 굉장히 아는 목사들이 굉장히 많았어요. Because on my wife's side of the family there were many pastors who were well known with God. 물론 나도 그때 하나님 소리 다 들었어요. Now of course at that time I also was listening to the voice. 그 사람들이 그런다는 거야. But they were saying to me. 당신 사회는 목사의 부르심이 있다. That your calling is a pastor. 심장마비 걸리는 거지. I I was paralyzed. Yeah, a heart attack. I had a heart attack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, So I complained to God. I complained to God. God, if I'm called to be a pastor, I should hear from you. Why do I keep hearing from other people? And so I got mad and I began a 40-day fast. And as I began this fast, the first day, this was the only time in my life I saw vision. I'd never seen a vision afterwards. But on that first day, I saw anointing oil come from two sources. And I got surprised. And I said to God, Oh no, I got caught. <laughs> And so I confirmed my calling as a pastor. So what I'm trying to say, never once did I do anything out of my desire. I never thought that, oh, I should do this. I've dreamed of vacationing over the world. But I've never dreamed about preaching to the world. But the thing is, every moment by moment, I just chose God. And as I've been going through various sufferings, I was obedient to God's word. And every moment by moment, He would open up one by one. Letting me know, revealing to me the path that He has laid out before me. And so in Galatians 2.20, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so life is not about me living it. There's no one in this universe who lives in themselves who can become like Christ. So let's say I help this man so that this man could become a great man. Let's say I could help him, right? But let's say my help make this man be like God No, it's impossible. Same thing. Why should Christ live in you? Because God, if you do not need the help of God to be a successful man, but God's desire is to make you be like Him. And so He must live in you. You must live by what He gives. So do not be deluded, my brothers. All my efforts, I can become a good 
good, great man. 어, of course, you may become a great man. But that's not God's goal for you. 예, 아, As I say again, this is the purpose for the church that 예, God 성, has given. God did not call the saints to be great men. 예, God did not call men the saints so that they could be successful businessmen and offer lots of money to the 자, church. 거는, If a man is not growing in holiness and yet he's becoming more and more rich, that money is a curse, not a blessing. 예, For 34 years, I have never blessed a man like that. 예, he is ho- not holy and yet he is growing rich. Then you got to kick him out. 예, and really, in our church, we've kicked out many like this. 예. Even just a year ago, there was a man at our church who who was in the top five of offering in our church, and I kicked him out. Now, of course, I waited for him for 10 years. For 10 years, I prayed for him and waited for him. But he was not growing in holiness. And so I kicked him out. Because this is what it means to be the church. It's a life. And now I'm not telling you my philosophy as a pastor. As I said yesterday, the the prosperity of Korea or the philosophy of pastoral ministry, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking the kingdom of heaven. What moves the church of God? 이, 이, and so in this conference, you need to make that decision. That my kingdom is given up. Because if not, as you're doing your ministry, you are being cursed. That is a tragedy. And so this set me apart. That God has set apart the best yeah. scenario for your life. 자, 그러니까 이 바울은 바로 선교사로서 사역자로서 그렇게 인생을 하나님이 최고로 결정하셨다는 거예요. So God has set Paul apart to be a missionary. 이 택정이라는 말이 그런 뜻이에요. That's what it means here. 자, 그래서 그 은혜로 나를 부르셨다는 거죠, 그렇죠? And by that grace he has called me. 자, 그러니까 하나님이 나를 부를 때는 당신의 특정의 목적이 분명히 있다는 거예요. And so when God calls you, he has this clear plan for you. 예, 그분은 심심해서를 부르는 게 아니란 말이에요. He did not call you out of his boredom. 왕이신 그분이 부를 때는 당신의 목적을 가지고 여러분 부르신 거라고. Whenever the king calls, he calls with a purpose. 자, 그러니까 우리가 하나님을 만날 때. So when we meet with God, 예, 작든 크든, whether small or great, 반드시 그분이 그 부르신 가운데 주어질 목적을 갖고 계신 거예요. He has a purpose for that calling. 자, 어떤 때는 하나님이 은혜를 더하신다거나. Some may be greater in grace. 그러니까 하나님의 영광이 갱신될 때마다. But whenever God's glory is applied. 그러니까 It's not just good things happening coincidentally. Rather, every moment by moment, as he renews that glory, my life is growing in a new scale. This applies to all children of God. So the important thing is to continually meet with God. If, as I look back on the 34 years of my life, there have been great grace. 
But there are a couple times that stand out in my memory. In Austria, in a place called Linz, I was praying. During this time, I was still doing business, and so I was on business. And I was with my co-workers. And at that time, no matter how tired I was, I would still pray early in the morning. But because my co-workers were sleeping in their rooms, I went to the bathroom. And as I was praying to God, there was white light, great white light covering over me. And God gave me the words of Genesis 22. And He changed my name. Right now, my name is Kim Min Ho. And He changed it to Kim Min Ho. <laughs> what this means? Okay, so at this time, the meaning for Min was Songmin. Uh, was just the, the name. But he changed this Min to mean people. And Ho means great. And Kim is gold, so uh, the yeah. one who is going to raise up the golden people. And at that time, I didn't know what that meant. But I realized later that this was the ministry of the remnant. And with that change in my name, I went to seminary. And I'm raising up the golden generation of the world. And so through meeting with God, the scale of my glory grew. And God has granted me such a great name. But there are many things like this. And it applies to you as well. There are so many reasons we ought to meet with God. But every time we meet with God, that glory is renewed. And look, this doesn't just only apply to us. Look at the Bible. Every time Abraham meets with God, every time Jacob meets with God, that's who our God is. So the important thing is stop trying to meet with men. And so pastors, this is one thing that we need to be wary of. Because we are in a position where we have to keep meeting with people. And so I'm not saying that that is wickedness. That is not evil. But if you focus on man, then constantly the filthy things of men will enter into you. And pastors, you are dealing with the wickedness of men, right? Who is a priest? The priest is always offering sacrifice for the sins of men. And in that blood, we impart our sins. And so, the priest needs to wash himself daily. Same thing as us as pastors. Do not let people take control of your life. Be the main, a main flow of your life. And so every day, pastors, we need 
individual time with God. A time where we can spend, be face to face with God with no interruption. And so when I'm in Korea, I always wake up 2 in the morning. And I pray and have fellowship with God until 8 in the morning. And so if I am not cleansed and purified in the Holy of Holies during that time, then I cannot receive the glory of God. And this doesn't only apply to me. When you look at the Bible, this is fundamental and necessary for all pastors. And so if you have lost this fellowship, then you need to hear that siren, that warning going off in heaven. This danger, this sign of danger going off. The siren going off. Uh, uh, That danger, you are heading towards danger. uh, uh, So a ministry of a pastor, it cannot go beyond the level of your prayer. If it goes beyond that, that's dangerous. A man's life cannot go beyond his prayer. And when I talk about prayer, I'm not just speaking of time. But I'm talking about the quality of your meeting with God. And so pastors, you must meet with God. It's not my desire, but God's desire for you. And so those of you who have lost this fellowship, and I said the same thing to the pastors in South Africa, the fact that I am called to be a pastor, then I must treat these things as so natural, so ordinary. But the joys of the world and the joys of meeting with people. If these joys are the most part of your life, then you do not have a calling to be a pastor. Or something has gone wrong in you. You have been hardened by religion. And so what shows the calling of the pastor is that when I have with God and have joy in knowing his truth and constantly have this glory of being renewed before him that is the calling of a pastor and so without that joy then you should not be a pastor please quit because you because this is breaking down the kingdom of heaven God is groaning inside of you he is moaning inside of you and this is the prophecy of Joel that in these end times there will be so many pastors who are not worthy that the word of God is rotting this is the prophecy of Joel and so he warns the pastors, the priests from generation to generation that means you do not have the calling to be a pastor remember life should be based on your calling you are living according to the scenario of God and so I am the main actor or no, I am the supporting actor and yet I keep trying to be the main actor then you are ruining the movie amen? 
아멘 안 하세요? 여러분들? No, Amen. 이게 사람 말하는 거 아니에요. These are not the words of a man. This is God's will. 그래서 내 사명은 And so my calling is to establish and build up pastors. But at the same time, is to make pastors who are not called to quit. And so everywhere I go, I say this. Because this is the secret to the church, glory of the church. A man who would be happy as a lay member If he becomes a pastor, he's going to be ruined. This person would be so beautifully and gloriously used by God as a lay member. But because he becomes a pastor, he is ruined. And so before the end of this conference, my brothers, confirm your calling. Pastor, pastor, pastor. Pastor. Okay, let's move on. Okay, and so we're looking at the calling commission. Verse 16. Was pleased to reveal his son to me. Uh, in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. Right? The and so as I said yesterday. That when the church is filled with the system of the Spirit. This is a position given to all members. Right, uh, missionaries, 사역자, uh, ministers, 예배자, 예배인도자, worshipers, worship leaders, 예, 기, uh, exhortations of the 예, word, 기부자. and also givers. Uh, this is called diaconia. 예, and all five positions of this deaconhood should 자, be upheld by all members of 자, the church. 그러니까 계셔요, and so you are head, many of you are head pastors. And so you must believe that as head pastors, you have calling of apostles. Because the apostle is the one who builds 예, and sets up 예, the truth 예, in the church. And so in you the apostolic anointing flows. 자, 여기 사모님들. And so pastors' wives. 예, 이분들은 선지자 영이 예, 예, 부르심이란 말이에요. You have the calling of the prophetic anointing. 예, 어떤 특별한 케이스가 있을 수 있겠으나. There may be special cases and exceptions. 내가 30년 동안 사역한 경우로는. But for the most part, in my 예, experience, the pastor, the pastor is the apostle. And his wife is the yeah. prophet. I know this because when I lay hands on them, the apostolic anointing flows to the pastor, and the prophetic anointing flows to his wife. And so there are some where both anointings will flow. But when you have been called to be a pastor, you have these callings. Amen. Amen. And so we're talking about the calling of missions. Yeah. And so to reveal his son that I might preach him among the Gentiles. And so the essence of missions is to reveal the son to the Gentiles. So Paul is condensing a lot of things into this phrase. For example, the reign of God. Uh, his sonship, his inheritance. And so this missions, the essence of missions is preaching the kingdom of God, preaching his son. 자, 그러니까 보세요. 어, 어. 성교를 가서 어, 잠깐만 어, 구제 사업만 한다. 
And so let's say in your missions, all you're doing is doing voluntary work. That's not missions. That is just voluntary work. Go to the church. The church must move in this instance, right? Giving the kingdom of God and teaching of His Son of salvation. But the church is only doing voluntary things without all this. They are just doing social work. That's not the church's responsibility. The society can take care of that. Now, as you're moving in the essence of the kingdom of heaven, then you can do social work as an addition to that. But without the kingdom of heaven moving and all I'm doing is social work, social service, that is ruining the church. And so when you look at Korea, 150 years ago, missionaries from America came and preached the gospel. And there was great grace. I'm grateful for that. But there was one thing that they did wrong. That before receiving the gospel, they received bread. They received hospitals. They received schools. And so 150 years later, the church is not moved by the kingdom of heaven. Same thing for you, brothers. As this Western world comes, do not enjoy the bread that they give. Don't enjoy the money that they give. That is killing, choking your spirit. Your life is the truth, not the bread. What will save you is the kingdom of heaven, not the bread. And so 150 years ago, because of this, this is the reason why the church today in Korea is powerless. Now, of course, they did give us the gospel. But before the gospel, they put bread because we were so poor. And so the church... Grew up and we came into this powerlessness. Yeah. And so this is an important spiritual flow. And as I go all over Africa, I see this desire for the bread before the gospel. I don't know if you agree with me or not. But when I see, that's what I see. We need to yearn for truth. We need to yearn for the kingdom of heaven. So what does it say? That uh, was pleased to reveal his son to me. And so we are preaching the Son of God. And when, if we are to preach the Son of God, what must we have? First, the image of the Son must be made in me. And so what is the, con- yeah. the, pre- the requirements of a missionary? Uh, speaking that language well. Knowing the customs of those people. Yeah. And sharing the bread. 
That is not the requirements. The requirement of a missionary is having the image of the Son of God in them. And so when you send a missionary, you are sending the image of Christ. Korea, Korea right now is, is, sends the second most missionaries to the world. And yet, honestly, as a Korean, this is my shame. Because they are ruining missions all over the world. When they go to the nation, as they learn the language for five years, all they do is social work. 내가 어, 2017년에 에, 중국을 갔는데 2017 I was in China. 예, 백두산부터 이제 이 중국 전체를 내가 왕, 이제 어, 횡단했는데 I traveled the entire length of China. 예, 하나님이 이제 남은 자세역을 중국에 네, 하기 위해서 이제 날 보내신 건데 God sent me to China at that time to begin the ministry of the remnant there. 이 한국 선교사들이 다 내몰려서 지금 이 서쪽에 와 있어 서쪽에. And all the Korean missionaries gathered in the western section of China. 우르무치란 데 있었단 말이야. There's a city there called Urumqi. 그리고 내가 거기는 어, 선교사를 모아놓고 And I had a conference with all the missionaries there. And I said to them, Missionaries, next year you will all be kicked out of the country. And that's what happened. All those, these Korean missionaries were kicked out of China. And the reason why they were kicked out is because they had no influence. That the influence of God was not being established through them. Now, of course, It's tragedy because they learned wrong. But the important thing is those who are, have the image of God revealed in them, that's who should be missionaries. The one who can manifest his image, that is the missionary. It's the same thing as pastors. Who is a pastor? The one whose image is revealed in him. Who can manifest the image of the Son of God? 그렇지 않고 어, 다른 것들로 사역하는 것은 위험하다는 거죠. Ministering with other things, that is the danger. 예, 아들의 형상을 나타내기보다 떡을 많이 준다. 그런 위험한 Instead of manifesting the image of God, rather providing bread, 예, that's dangerous. 그 아들의 형상을 드러내기보다는 어떤 프로그램을 돌린다. Instead of manifesting His image, but running programs in the 예, church. 한동안 G12 이런 게막 유행했었는데. Right, there was the trend of the G12 in the churches. 위험한 거예요. It's dangerous. Christianity is not about methods. It's his image being revealed. I'm preaching right now. And if his image is not being revealed in me, then go home. Because I'm false. If the image of the son is not revealed through my preaching, Then he is false. And then if you remain here, then you will die. So go home as fast as you can. I want to go back home too. <laughs> Listen carefully. So pastors, we must yearn to manifest the image of Christ in me. Amen. 주변 것들의 미혹당에서 어딜 가면 안 돼요. Stop being deceived by outside things. 네. 물론 우리가 우리도 지금 여러분들을 섬기고 있지만 Even now I know we are serving you. 나는 분명히 지금도 20년 동안 목회자들 다 이렇게 다 오면 다 섬겼어요. But for 20 years every single pastor I've met I've served in the same way. 두 가지 때문에 그래요. Because of two reasons. 
Because the pastor is dignified. 여러분들이 여기서 별거 아니지만 드시고 잠자고 이런 모든 것들 여러분이 존경하기 때문에 여러분이 누릴 수 있는 권리가 있단 말이에요. And so you have, you are worthy to have all this food, this accommodation, and this time. Amen. Amen. 여러분은 그렇게 존경하단 말이에요. You are dignified. 두 번째. And second. 정말 하나님이 부르시는데. Because God has called you. 예, 이런 것 때문에 못 오는 분이 있을까봐. And if God has called you, I'm afraid that maybe they won't be able to come because of lack of money. 회비 막 이렇게 안 받는 거. And so that's why I provide this free charge. 여러분의 비용을 요구하지 않는 거. As much as possible, I do not seek the monetary things. 그러나 중요한 거는 이집트에서 하나님 형상이 드러나는 거다. But the important thing in this conference is for the image of the sun to be revealed. 그러니까 And so of course we are eating well and we are sleeping well. 하나님 형상이 드러나지 않는다. But if God's image is not revealed, 참다운 진리가 선포되지 않는다. If truth is not being proclaimed, 그러면 go home, please. Amen. 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 자, 그럼 이제 다섯 번째 부르심. Okay, so now let's look at the fifth calling. 가장 중요한 부르심이죠. The most important calling. 자, 이제 복음의 부르심. The calling of the gospel. 지금 몇 시요? Okay, 한 시간 남았어요. Yeah, I still have an hour. 어떻게 은혜가 되고 있습니까? Are you blessed? 예, 말씀이 들려지고 있어요. Are you hearing the word? 예, 예. 여러분 말씀이 잠깐만 들려 이게 정확히 믿음을 받아들여야 돼요. Continue to receive the word in faith. 계속 어제도 얘기했지만, as I said yesterday, 생명사역 이 말씀들은 실체화되는 것들이에요. Everything that is preached in the ministry has been embodied in the ministry. 하나님의 교회 안에서 다 임상 실험이 끝난 말씀이라는 거예요. That they are all things that have already been done executed in the church. 이 말씀으로 영혼들이 세워진 것들이 다 결론 나진 것 때문에. And so they, we already have the conclusion of being built up by this word. 교회가 세워진 것이 다 나타난 것 때문에. And so everything that establishes the church has already been made manifest. 여러분들이 이 말씀을 믿음으로 받을 때. And so when you eat this word in faith, 이제 여러분들 그런 역사들이 나타날 거예요. This will also work in your churches. 예, 이건 뭐내 자신감이 아니라. This isn't my confidence. 하나님이 주시는 분명한 믿음의 확신이란 말이에요. But God's faith that He has given. Amen. Amen. So receive it in faith, brothers. Of course, I'll do lots of healing, lots of ministry. But the most important thing is the word. Amen. 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 So keep receiving it. That word will move in you. The nuclear reactor of the gospel will move in you. And you will see great power moving and building up in you. Amen. Amen. 가자 말이요. 자 이제 그럼 복음의 부르심으로 보겠는데. So now let's look at the calling to the gospel. 자 6절부터 12절까지 나와 있죠. From verses 6 to 12. 자 복음이라는 말 이제. He says the word gospel. 자 6절을 보니까. So in verse 6. 자 그리스도의 은혜로 너희를 부르신 이를. Him who called you in the grace of Christ. 자 이제 은혜란 말이 나와요. So here we see this word grace. 이 요소들이 계속 도는 거예요. So look at these elements. These elements are continuously circulating. 그냥 그냥 은혜가 아니라 그리스도의 은혜야. It's not just any grace, but grace of Christ. 계속 은혜 얘기를 계속 하겠지만. And I'll continue to talk about grace later. 은혜라는 말을 해석할 때. But there is no one word to define grace. But one of the best, closest words that I could say is that it is a gift. And so God, uh, Paul tends to say, use grace as priceless. Right, because gift is free, right? It is priceless. And it isn't a gift because it's cheap. 
It's gift because you cannot put a price on it. 자, 그래서 우리 uh, AW 토전 사람 이런 말을 했어요. And so a man named AW Tozer once said, 예, 예수를 믿는 것은 that believing in Christ 거다, is living life unable to unpack even a tenth of all the gifts 예, you receive. 그러니까 uh, 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 하나님의 자녀들은 and so as children of God. We must live by grace. And so what is the opposite of grace in Galatians? It is the acts of the law. And so if I do not live by grace, it doesn't just end there. You live by the acts of the law. 자, if I live by grace, it means I do not live by the acts of the law. In other words, what is the law? Law is my 자, strength. And so we talked about this earlier about being set apart. 예, Man was not 네. created to live in their strength. 예, God lives in you. So you live by what God gives you. Philippians 4.12 is Paul's description of the ultimate nature of his spirituality. And what does he say? That I can do all things by him who strengthens me. That no matter the circumstances, no matter what comes before me, no matter my conditions, if he provides the strength, I can do all things. 이게, 이게 이제 이제 상태, and so that's what Galatians describes as freedom. That I can do all things that God is leading me to do. If God wants me to pray 10 hours, I pray 10 hours. Even though I might be at the moment of death, if God wants me to preach, I preach. Let's say I'm doing a business. I'm not making money because I, I'm not uh. making a million dollars because I want it. But rather, God wants me to make this million dollars so that I could make, uh, uh, offer for a building. If that's God's will, then you, He will make you earn that million dollars. That is freedom. Being completely under the control of God's spirit. Just as a fish is only free in water. This freedom. And what is the essence of this? It's living in grace. And so we continually receive God's gift. Do not live by my strength. It's because you live by your strength that you are ruined. Why is the gospel not being preached in purity? Because when I live by my strength, I dilute the gospel. I contaminate the gospel. And so the pure gospel is complete, perfect grace. And we'll talk about grace more in detail in chapter 5. But first, what we need to see is it is a gift. We live by what God gives. And so we, that's what we, we must first receive. God did not create you to live in your own strength. God created you to live by His gifts. And so do you not 
feel liberated, my brothers? Because if God demanded you to live by your strength, how torturous would we be? Because think about me, I, I have a bad brain. And so if I have to live by my knowledge, oh man, I'm in trouble. Okay, when I was young, I was athletic and, and I, I was good at sports. But now I'm... No. 70? Are you no. 70? No. No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> okay, how old do I look? How old do I look? When you look at Asians, it's hard to tell what their age is. Just same thing for me. When I look at black men, I do not know your ages. But, anyways, I no longer have that strength. And so, really, I cannot live out of my own strength. But it's the same to all men. And so when we hear grace, we should feel peace. When we hear grace, we should be inspired. That I don't have to live by my things. This is the... This is what should happen when you hear grace. So why do we fail to receive this grace? Okay, let's say I'm holding this watch. But God wants to give me a new watch. But because I'm holding onto this watch, I can't receive. I have to let it go. So that's why we do not live by grace because we do not give up on myself. The things that I possess, the things that I know, the things that I've experienced. Because I hold on to these things, I cannot receive God's gift. And so living with God means what? Giving myself up every day. And what will happen then? My vessel grows. Not only the scale, but it becomes even more pure. And in South Africa, I said, there is a, a mathematician named Gauss. He's a genius. And he went with his mother when he was young to, to buy fruit. And these beautiful looking cherries were stacked up like a mountain. And so the owner of the market, because this kid looked so cute, he said to him, take, one, take whatever you want to eat. And yet, he would not eat it. And so the man grabbed a handful of cherries and gave it to the kid. And then so he received it with his shirt. And then as he was going home, mom asked him, why didn't you pick any cherries out when he told you to? He said, if I were to grab it with my small hands, I could only get a little bit. But when he grabs it with his large hands, I, it fills my shirt. Look at how smart he was. It's the same thing when you live with God. When you lay yourself down, God picks up with his hand. Do you know how big God's hands are? 
When you look at Isaiah 40, He says that the entire universe fits in the palm of His hand. And so think about this hand striking the devil. That devil flies to the end of the universe. With this hand, He is protecting you. With this hand, He is giving you gifts. So why hold on to your things? Lay it down. Give up. Amen. 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 And so I'll talk about grace more detail later. But it says Jesus Christ, uh, grace of Christ. So it's not just a gift, but a gift given by who? By Christ. 여러분, uh, And so even when you when a man, let's say I were to give a gift to one of the saints of my church. Okay, I've never given to my saints. So to my children, let's say I give a gift to my children. Okay, on New Year's in 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 Korean tradition, they they mm. greet their elders, and the elders will give them a little bit of money. Then my children expect great greatest things from me. Because the, because they know that they will receive the most from their father. And so even just the scale of the father, they know that they will receive the most. But who is the one giving you this gift? It is Christ. And when we say Christ, this means the king. And so when the king calls you, your life is completely changed. And if you are continually receiving gifts from Christ, then your life will change. Amen. For 34 years as I've been living with God, never once has he given me just adequate gifts. He, this is my honest confession. He has always given me the best. Always the best. The best interpreter. Amen. Amen. The best son. The best wife. Let's continue. So that's, that's Christ. So when you receive these words in faith, there's inspiration. There's expectation of God. And so I'm filled with joy. And so as you hear these words, if you find you are not being filled with joy, check yourself. That's religion. If you live with God and you find that your tears are drying up, that's dangerous. Why? Because all things are grace. I have not made anything with my own hands. He has given me all things. Amen. 
And he says, I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting him. Paul cannot understand how they are turning away from this great gift that they have received. And so verses 7 and 8 will show why they fled. That you are turning to a different gospel. And so already we see why they are deserting. Because of a different gospel. And so we'll talk about what different gospel means in verse 7. But we're talking about the heresies that have... Plagued Galatia. And these heresies did not just exist 2,000 years ago. These heresies are working in the church today. And so we need to understand the essence. So that's why Galatians is so important. So let's talk about what this gospel means. I mean, even with this word gospel, I could preach for weeks on end. But let's just see the essence. Elements, the important elements, okay? Okay, gospel itself means what? Good news. Right, good news. And during these ancient times, what was good news? There could be many things. But one of them was the news of victory in battle. And it's hard to know exactly when this word gospel began in history. But I think it began around 5th or 3rd century BCE. And it was Mark who first used this word gospel to mean in, in the Christian sense. But ultimately, it's good news. And so let's say my son became part of Aristotle's school. He became his disciple. That's good news. Or let's say that my, my daughter got married to a rich man. That's also good news. But, but the gospel that he's talking about here is that the kingdom of God has come. That is the essence of the gospel. That God's kingdom has come. Repent for the kingdom is near. And so the fact that the kingdom of heaven came is that that is the essence of the gospel. And we could see the kingdom of God in two ways. Kingdom of God, Kingdom of God, right? But it's already here. Meaning that the kingdom has come inside of you. That the kingdom has already come in you. So Philippians says that you are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And so the characteristic of that kingdom of heaven that dwells in me is about his dominion. That you are living in his reign. 
And so right now in, in this world we see that America is the most powerful nation. And so if you have a citizenship of a US citizenship, you have the protection that that citizenship affords. But brothers, you are under the dominion of the kingdom of heaven. And when we talk about that dominion, That means that you are representing all that power and authority. And so as Christ is the Son of God, you have also been called sons of God. And so when it, what does it mean to live by the kingdom of God? That there is no power, no authority in this world that can contend against you. And so I don't know if you've ever cast out demons before. But you could proclaim many things, right? For example, in Jesus' name, go out. Or fire. Or by the blood of Jesus. All of these things overpower the devil. But sometimes, I say the kingdom of heaven is upon you. Because there's nothing greater than the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of devil is completely under and subservient to the kingdom of heaven. And so when the kingdom of heaven comes, that means death for the kingdom of the devil. And so that's what it means that his, we are in his dominion. And the church is under that reign and has that reign. 이제, 아, and then another way to see that kingdom is not yet it 예, has not yet been perfected that means that it has not yet been fulfilled 예, so this is talking about the reality of the kingdom of heaven 그 soon that kingdom will come on earth 예, 돼서, right in that millennial kingdom we will see the actual kingdom of heaven on earth 자, 그러니까 and so from the Old Testament until the New Testament era the essence of all of his words is the kingdom 자, of heaven look at the Old Testament when they had the exodus 뭐냐면, the perfection of that exodus was when the Lord was seated on the throne in his temple 그러니까, the reason why the Israelites want this temple is because they need to be under God's reign 그러니까, and so if you do not understand God's reign 예, 신앙생활이 이게 어, 재미없어요. Your Christianity will 예, be boring 야, and lifeless. 예, 이게 원수에게 당할 확률이 많아요. You will be continually attacked by the devil. 교회는 하나님이 통치하시는 곳이다. But the church is where God's reign is. 동시에 그 나라가 And at the same time, that kingdom is there. Amen. As it says in Hebrews 12, 22. And so the essence of the gospel is that the kingdom has come. And because that kingdom has come, the king of that kingdom is also here. 
And as we receive him as king, we need to respond to him. But many times we fail to do so. And that's why this life is given. And because we receive this life, that life is not from within this universe. It's from above, it's from outside this universe. And when we receive that life, we can recognize him as king. And because we receive that life, we also know we are king. This is the gospel. And so how joyous that the eternal kingdom has come. And he has come. Because, because I acknowledge him as king, I have received that salvation life. And he has raised me up to be king with him. And so you could dance all year long because of this joy. Amen. Amen. And so let's look at it in Isaiah. How amazing was this event? In Isaiah 40. It's normal to be inspired by the gospel. Yeah. That when God's reign comes upon you, your response should be joy. If you look at Isaiah 65, what is new Jerusalem made of? Made of joy. And so the most important response we have to the kingdom of heaven is inspiration and joy. So why do you feel so inspirationless? Why do you feel so joyless? Because you do not recognize the kingdom of God has come. That glorious kingdom. That rich kingdom. You do not know that kingdom. That's why. So look at chapter 40 verse 9. This is the God, uh, prophecy of the gospel. O Zion, herald of good news. Right, the good news, right, gospel. Uh, go up to a high mountain. Uh, o Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, behold. Your God. And so this this is the most beautiful language to be expressed. Because God has come, they can see God. This is the essence of the gospel. That the king has come. And in the Old Testament, they could not see God. And so Isaiah is prophesying about the era of the gospel. That invisible God became visible God. In Hebrews 1, it says that Jesus is the is God. That he is the very image of God. And he has this image. And so he became visible to us. And he is the essence of God's glory. Remember this glory, if you were to look upon it in the Old Testament, you would be blind and die. But now we can see that glory. Now we must 
see that glory if we are to live. 이게 얼마나 강조신지 모른다 말이죠. How amazing, how inspirational. 구약의 말이 아니라 이건 예언이란 말이죠. This isn't the words of the Old Testament; it's the words of prophecy. 구약의 측면에서 하나님 바라고 미친 놈이네 이거. In the Old Testament, if you were to say, "Look at God," you they would call you crazy. 너 죽고 싶구나. You want to die, don't you? 이거 구약 시대를 말하는 게 아니라 말이야. So this is not words for the Old Testament era. 이제 주님을 통해서 복음이 온 거야. But now through Jesus, we receive the gospel. And the essence of that gospel is that we can see God. That we must see God. Amen. 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 And so look at the New Testament. It says hundreds of times to look at God. Why? Because we must look. We must see. What does it mean to see? It means he comes. Yeah, yeah. 우리 고린도 전서 12장 13절에 First Corinthians 12:13. 심의하지만 그 얼굴을 봐라. That though it's hazy, look at him. Yeah, 왜냐면 지금 우리는 우리의 영적인 한계 때문에 정확히 뚜렷하게 못 보지만. Because of the limitations of our spirit, we do not see clearly. 그 당시에 동으로 만든 거울을 자기 얼굴을 보는 거라 말이야. Right, he compares it as looking at. At it in a mirror because at that time mirror was not as clear as it is today. But that face that you are looking upon is the same that you will see when he comes. In 1 John 3, 2. 주님의 얼굴을 그 얼굴을 보고 그날에 똑같다고 말한다 말이죠. That when you see his face today, you will say see him in that future and say it's the same. 여러분이 이제 하나님의 나라 가면. So when you go to heaven, 하나님의 영광의 얼굴을 볼수 있는 사람은 those who will be who will see him face to face. 예, 그렇게 말한다는 거예요. They will say this. 똑같네. It's the same. 예, 내가 이 땅에서 보는 그 얼굴이라는 거예요. That the face that I see here is the same that I will see there. 여러분 봐야 돼그 얼굴을. So you must see his face. 예, 고린도후서 4장 6절. In 2 Corinthians 4:6, 예, 주님의 얼굴 보시는 하나님의 영 아는 영광을 봐라. It says, look upon his face, which give, fills you with the light 예, of the knowledge of God. 그분을 보는 나 시대 살고 있다 말이죠. And so we live in an era where we must see him. 자, 그러니까 어, 왜못 보느냐? Why do we fail to see? 예, 어, 뭔가 문제가 있는 거죠. Because there's a problem. Yes. 자, 우리 어, 일단 고린도후서 3장 18절. And so 2 Corinthians 3:18. 성령이 영광에서 영광을 걸어가시. But the Spirit leads our spirit from glory to glory. 예, 그래서 우린 그리스도의 형상이 완성된대. And so we are perfected in His image. 성령 충만하지 않기 때문에 그런 거예요. And so the reason why you fail to see is because you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. 계속 성령 충만을 유지하면 영광에서 영광을 걸어가시. If you maintain the fullness of the Holy Spirit, you are being moved from glory to glory. 온전한 영상을 보시다 말이야. And see. His perfection. And so you need to be able to draw his face. And 2 Corinthians 4:4. 4, 4. Because of the glory of the gospel, we are being perfected in Christ. And so if I'm filled with the word, that word is light. And when I'm filled with that word, I'm being perfected in the image of Christ. So there are two focuses. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and be filled with the Word of God. And these two are one. So these people will see the image of Christ. And so some of you, when you look at Christ, you see Christ without an ear. Some of you see Christ without a nose. Some of you see Christ without an eye. Some without a mouth. That means that that image has not yet been perfected. 
Why? Because you do not maintain the fullness of the Holy Spirit. You do not maintain the fullness of the Word of God. And so you see only a portion of Christ. And on that day when you meet with Christ, you won't even be able to meet with Him. But you will not be able to say it's the same. And so in faith, brothers, look at the brother next to you and know that he is the image of God. Really, he is the image of God, yes? And say it's the same. Oh, <laughs> It's the same. So really, with joy, come on, brothers. With joy, say to one another. It's the same. <laughs> Proclaim it in faith to one another. That the image of Christ is being perfected in you. Amen. Amen. Let's move on. Okay, so continuing. Isaiah 40.10 Behold, the Lord God comes with might. Uh, And his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. And so the gospels, the essence of the gospel is the reign of God. And every moment by moment, God giving his reward, his recompense. And so the church lives by his gifts. That's what this is speaking of. And so every moment by moment the church should live by receiving gifts from God. And so of course we are inspired. As it says in Hebrews 12.10 that he who goes before God must believe in him and believe that he rewards those who seek him. So when we seek him, he prepares gifts for you. Amen. And there are many evidences of love. But some people like this. That when they see someone they love, they want to give them something. Right? That is one of the essences of love. Same thing with me. When someone comes to me, I do not send them empty-handed. Of course, sometimes I do, but, but I give them gifts. I want to give them something. Because it's the heart of God. And so when you seek God, He wants to give you gifts. Understand His heart. He wants to continue to give you things. Amen? Tonight, shall we enjoy ice cream together? Amen? Is there anywhere we could buy like 500 ice creams so that everyone could have one? Yes? Yes? Okay, Okay, then someone please provide tonight, okay? Uh, Make make it happen tonight. This afternoon. Okay, we'll have ice cream, okay? And so look. Verse 11 He will tend his flock like a shepherd He will gather the lambs in his name He will carry them in his bosom And gently lead those that are with him young And so what is the gospel? It is living a life being led by him as our shepherd And so like young lambs We have peace 
being led by our shepherd. 이 복음에 간격이 있어 없어요. And so is there joy in the gospel or not? 예, 하나님이 직접 우리를 양육하시는. God is your shepherd. 하나님이 우리를 직접 통치하시. He reigns over you directly. 이제 우리는 그분을 볼수 있는 시대인 거야. We are in a time where we can see him. Amen. Amen. 자, 또한 군데 봅시다. And let's look at one more place. 52장, 이사야 52장. Isaiah 52. Because I feel that you you are not aware of the joy of the gospel. 여러분, 우리 아들이 세계 최고의 대학에 합격했다. Let's say that your son made it into the most prestigious school in the world. 그러면 얼마나 아버지로서 기뻐? Then as father, how rejoiced would you be? 근데 복음이란 건그 정도의 기쁨이 아니에요. But the gospel, the joy of the gospel doesn't even compare. 이게 잠깐 계시라는 것이 중요한 게. So the reason why revelation is so important. 이게 영으로 말씀을 믿음으로 받아들여야 돼요. When you receive the word and the spirit. 그러니까 이 정말 영광스러운 나라가 지금 우리 가운데 왔는데. And see that this glorious kingdom is upon you. 이제 우리는 그 하나님의 나라의 핵심은 그분이 오셨는데. And the essence of that kingdom is that he has come. 그리고 우리에게 생명을 주시고 우리를 왕으로 만드셨는데. He gives you life and raises you up as kings. 이게 믿어지면 간격 하나 쓰겠어요. If you believe this, wouldn't you be filled with joy? 이게 실체라고 생각한다면 여러분 정말 기뻐하지 않았겠어요? If this is your reality, wouldn't you be filled with joy? 여러분 아직도 안 기쁜 것 같아. You still do not seem like you are joyful. Please, please. 예, 기뻐야 돼, 기뻐야 돼. Rejoice. 자, 52장 보세요. And so look at verse chapter 52, verse 7. 자, 좋은 소식을 이거 복음이에요. And so this is the gospel. 예, 평화를 공포한대. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. And so this good news is proclaiming shalom. There is nothing more powerful than the kingdom of heaven. And so all victory is won. And so he proclaims peace. He says to the devil, to the enemy, you shall be silent for the kingdom of heaven has come. Do you not see the kingdom in me? And so the game is over. Victory has been proclaimed. And then it says that brings good news. So this good news is blessing. So I could say many things. But all the kingly authority given to Adam when he was created has been restored. And so when you look at Genesis 28, it says to subjugate, to fulfill, to multiply, and to control, subdue the earth. These blessings have been restored to you. That is the essence of the gospel. And so he has restored all kingly and priestly authority. And so it is a miracle when a Christian is not blessed. And the more you understand the Bible, the more you will see why. How can a Christian not be blessed? How can a Christian not bless another person? You are the source of God's blessing. We'll see this in Galatians chapter 3. 자 그러니까 이런 이 복음은 진정한 복을 하나님이 주셨다는 거예요. And so this God has blessed you. 예, Amen. Amen. 자또 구원을 공포하며 and proclaiming salvation. 예, 아까 얘기했어요, 그렇죠? 
Right? As he says, he came as king. And when our spirit is dead, we cannot recognize the king. And so he gave us salvation. And who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Amen. He reigns. And so how beautiful are the feet who bring good news. And so these watchmen comes to proclaim the good news, brings the good news. Yeah. That the king is coming. And so he comes to Zion to proclaim the good news. And then in verse 8, the voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. And so they told, so these messengers say, tell the watchmen. And so what do the watchmen say? Together they sing for joy. Eye to eye, they see the return of the Lord to Zion. 자, so what does this mean? 자, when you look at Zechariah 13, the Lord returns. 예, 이제, uh, and in Palestine, a great earthquake happens. 예, 있는데, 물이, uh, and so the valley of Gidriel bursts open and water 그래서, flows to this Dead Sea. 예, and so the Dead Sea becomes 예, living. 네. And right now in Israel under the under Jerusalem is the golden gate. 예, 올라와. And through this earthquake this ground will rise up 30 meters. 예, 어, 어, 어. 언제, when will this happen? When the Lord comes to earth. 자, and what happens what's going on when he 예, returns to earth? In Zechariah 14 this last battle that's happening in Megiddo so many people so many Israelites will die as it says in Revelation 14 and so for 250 kilometers from Megiddo to Jerusalem flows a river of blood and the remaining uh, Israelites in Jerusalem uh, get uh, get uh, locked yeah. up in Jerusalem. And as they're shooting the, their guns, they run out of ammunition. And during before that, in, in the second half of the tribulation, the two witnesses are proclaiming the gospel to the Israelites. And there's great revival. And so when the army of the Antichrist surround the walls of Jerusalem and they run out of ammunition they remember that gospel that they heard and a Jew will say Jesus Yeshua if you are the Messiah now is the time to come. Because of no ammunition, they are about to die. Right? As Matthew 24 says. And as that confession rises up, the heavens split open. 
And Jesus Christ on a white horse leading the saints and comes down to earth. And behind him, the priestly kings follow after him in procession. And about 990 meters in front of that golden gate. We call this the the distance of Sabbath. Because Jesus comes on that uh, the, 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 the festival of the booth. And he's going to come on the Sabbath of that festival. And so he's going to come in a distance that can go during the Sabbath. And there will be an earthquake. And that golden gate rises up. And he enters through that golden gate. And on that day, the, the messenger will come to the Jews in Jerusalem. The king has come. Our Lord has come. And he will send that message. And so the Jews who were locked up in Jerusalem will come out. And they will see him face to face. That's what this is describing. And as it says in Zechariah, the Jews will ask, Oh Lord, what are these nails in your hands? What is the scar on your side? And what will the Lord say? That this is what I've received from my friends. He's saying that he received, that the Jews did this to him. That's what's being described here. This is the joy of the gospel. That we see him eye to eye. How amazing, isn't it? This joy is given to you by this gospel. How joyous are we? Yeah. That as we come out to meet him, we can see him eye to eye. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless you that you will be among that number in that procession. Amen. And so I encourage you, brothers, that you don't have to practice any other kind of athleticism. Yeah. But learn how to ride a horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke, brothers. <laughs> brothers, you are receiving everything so seriously. Because remember, you know, he's going to come on a horse. <laughs> so priestly kings, let's learn to ride a horse with him. So let's continue. So this is the gospel. Um, um. Okay, so let's close with this calling to gospel, right? So going, going back to Galatians. So we know what the gospel is, yes? Amen. Amen. And so, if we were to talk of gospel, we must talk of the book of Mark. Because this word gospel, if we look at it from the New Testament era, it includes a doctrine of Christ. 
It includes doctrine of salvation. And it includes doctrine of God. And so gospel in this sense has a great scale. And so when we understand gospel, we are understanding who Christ is. Right? We are understanding who Christ is. We are understanding who God is. And we are understanding what salvation is. And so if we fail to understand the gospel, we lose all of this. And so in the church of God, whenever you hear a sermon, as Paul says, that the gospel, the truth. And so no matter the sermon, that sermon must preach the gospel. What that means is that salvation is being proclaimed. Christ is being proclaimed. And God is being proclaimed. And there are many elements of this. But in each sermon, this must be part of it. And so when this gospel is proclaimed, all the things of Christ, of God, of, the, of salvation, that glory is manifest. And this gospel becomes life. And so as your church members hear that gospel, they choose it as truth. That's why Paul always says, the gospel which is truth. And so pastors, you need to proclaim the gospel. And your church members need to choose it as truth. What is truth? It is their only standard for life. What does it mean only? It means that that is the only thing that they have. And so our God is a hot God. He is one. He is my only standard of life. Why is God God's kingdom. Why is God's kingdom failing? It's because they are not using setting Him as the only absolute standard. And so when a child of God lives in the world, they should not be conflicted. Because God's standard is absolute. So let's give a simple example. That let's say if I were to work on Sunday, I could make a million dollars. Then should I work on that Sunday or not? I'm not conflicted. Never. There is no conflict. I won't even hear those words. Why? Because I have an absolute standard. Amen. And so if you are still conflicted thinking, should I quit? Should I skip Sunday service? Then you should check your salvation. Because you have not been saved. This is the reason why the kingdom of heaven fails in your life. Because the word of God is not the absolute standard in your life. If, if it is the absolute standard in my life, it means I have no conflict in this world. If God's will is determined, 
Then I will not be conflicted. I'm not talking about some super high level Christianity. That when the gospel of God enters into me, this happens in me. When his light enters into me, this is what happens. Amen? And so everything that we're doing in this conference We are speaking of ordinary and natural things of the kingdom of heaven I'm not speaking of some super spiritual level I'm not speaking of some special calling No, that's not what I'm talking about Talking about ordinary and natural This is the ordinary and common standard for those who live in the kingdom of heaven Amen And so pastors, as pastors, when you preach this truth God will form this in your church God will make your saints to manifest Uh, this Amen Amen. And so because gospel will take some time We'll do this in the afternoon But we're going to close right now 자, 그러니까 어, 어, 지금 이제 우리 돌고 있는 거예요. And so the nuclear reactor of Galatians is 자, moving. 은혜가 돌기 시작했어요. Grace is circulating. 예, 예, 복음이 돌기 시작했어요. The gospel is circulating. 예, 시가 돌 거예요. And then afternoon we'll 예, see revelation. 이, 이 요소들이 돌는 거예요. And these elements are 자, moving in us. 어, 여러분이 지금 말씀을 믿음으로 받아야 되는 이유는. And so the reason why we should eat the word in faith. 여러분은 모르는 것을 나를 통해서 지금 알게 하는 게 아니에요. Is I am not teaching you things that you do not know. 예, 정상적으로 여러분이 성령을 받았다면. When you receive the Holy Spirit you are a new covenant being and so the word of God dwells in you which means that when I proclaim the word it meets with the word that dwells inside of you and so that's when a spark happens because glory sparks forth it's through this that darkness flees it's through this that the nuclear reactor moves inside of us Amen I, it's not knowing things that you never knew before you are confirming what was already inside of you 34 years ago when I met with God I've never stepped foot in church before but the moment I met with God I began preaching why? because his word is in me this is normal and natural same thing applies now if you are eating this word in faith then it's moving in you the word word that was inside of you the word that I proclaim meat and it sparks glory moves the nuclear reactor moves and so let's pray let's pray in tongues Lord may this nuclear reactor move in me may glory spark forth inside of me Yes, Lord, may all the darkness in me flee with the great scream. May the kingdom be perfected in me. May your kingdom come perfectly in this place. May may we be excellent in the glory of the word. Hallelujah. 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 Do not fear. Do not fear.
것이라. For you are mine. 내가 만들리라. I have made you. 내가 이루리라. I will make you come to pass. 너는 나만 바라보면 된다. All you have to do is look to me. 너는 나만 바라보면 된다. 